Hello, hello, hello. So, Adobe want more money from us. Are you going to pay it? As a professional photographer, are you dressing the right way? And how does Kate Middleton look so good in photos? But before we get into all of that, Mark, I just wanted to say to everyone, if you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel and Patreon. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. And all of these will be linked in the show notes. Please leave us that five-star review on your favorite podcast app, such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And with all of that, let's head to the bar. Let's get on it. Well, hello, Cam. How are you doing today? You all right? I'm good. Thanks. You've caught me eating a packet of crisps, Mark. Oh, dear. So lunch on the go. Is, is, that, it what, is. is, that, is that what it is? It, it, yeah. it is indeed, yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you very much. Um, busy, busy, busy as usual. Um, and how about you? And so basically, right, no, 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 we, we've got to get to the nitty gritty. This is this is the, <laughs> the big the big news story of, of uh, what's going on. As I'm sure many of our listeners do know, me and Cam have a difference of opinion of what computer system to use. However, what have you got on board, Cam? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gone more, bought a MacBook. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now, let's put it out there, first of all. Um, is this big, anything to do with what what Peter said last 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 episode? Yeah, there was a, there were a few things. That was very you know, if any of you haven't listened to that when we spoke about the um, the advantages and disadvantages of Mac versus PC, um, MacBook versus laptop conversation that we had. That was uh, yeah, it made me think about a few things. But it, there's been various things that have been going on. But remember, we we did we were Mac before here. Then yeah. we went to PC. And we're sort of now going back to Mac. And I'll tell you why, the reason why I'm going back. Uh, we've not fully done it yet. Uh, we've bought one MacBook now in the business, and we need to buy um, uh, probably one more, possibly even a third. But it's the Windows updates. Um, it, there's just too many of them. It slows everything down. Mm. Uh, you know, and... You've got the cache system with all the files. You know, we've got a beast of a PC in the office, and and I don't know why, but it's just full of stuff. And we thought we got rid of everything. There's different there's stuff in the cache files and stuff like that, and that doesn't really happen so much with a Mac. Mm. And I know that from experience. And so we, you know, um, we're going to um, uh, we're going to you know we're going we're going to move to Mac because I just think it's a it, it's just a more efficient, quicker way of working for us anyway. So my influence has been, uh, you know, <laughs> I've, I've moved you over to Canon, uh, <laughs> of which there's a bit of news I'll talk about in a minute. Mm. And and now you're moving over to uh, back, well, back to Mac. Yeah. I'm back to Mac, that's back right. Yeah, Mac. but remember, I remember I was Nikon, I was Sony, a bit of Lumix yeah. thrown in as well. So, you know, a bit of, a bit of everything, throw it all in. All about mm. the variety. So um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so what? Let's. What is this with with Canon? Something well, new? yeah. There's been obviously rumours about the R1 coming out and what what's it going to be. We still don't know much more about it. It might be 50 million pixels. That seems to be what people are thinking. And mm. apparently, it has gone out to test with some with some uh, photographers, uh, probably those who are very uh, in in the loop with 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 the Canon uh, with the Canon company. Um, but yeah, I mean, generally, Canon do release things kind of in coincidence with the Summer Olympics. That's about nine months away. Um, so yeah, I, I think um, I think it'll be coming soon. I mean, obviously, the uh, Canon have got the impressive R three at the moment, but they've pretty much maintained the fact that this is not going to be their flagship camera. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the, the mind boggles as to what this uh, R one will be like. Um, I'm sure it'll it'll be good. Obviously, they've got to make sure it's as good, if not better, than um, Sony and uh, Nikon's efforts uh, of their flagship cameras, which are both fantastic cameras, so the Alpha 1 and the Z9. Um, but, yeah, the R1. Um, looking forward to um, look, looking forward to seeing it, actually. Yeah, looking forward so to seeing it. So Canon, Canon's um, top-end model at the moment, their flagship model is the R3. Yeah, That's although right, they, it's not their flagship, they've always said it's not their flagship camera, but it mm -hmm. is. It is the 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 
the biggest camera, I guess, in their range at the moment, in the R range. I think, I mean, they still have the the, mm. the, the DSLR one one D out. Um, but yeah. yeah, for the so, mirrorless range, it's um, the R three yeah. is their top camera. And and what's their most expensive one? What's their most expensive mirrorless camera? Oh, it's the R three. I'm sure. Yeah, it, 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 it is it, the R3, isn't it? It is the R3, but they've never called it their flagship because the R1 will be their flagship. So right. Um, you know, cause, um, and and what does it retail at roughly? What the R3? Oh, you're testing hmm. me now. I, I I'm not sure. I mean, money in fair words, as my grandmother used to say. Um, but uh, let's have a look here. I'll I'll just quickly see. The, see. see yeah, why do you have a look at that? You yeah. know, Sony's Sony's um flagship model i think it's the a1 i think i think from what i remember i think it's about five thousand, isn't it something like that yeah possibly uh um, audio only sony a1 i'm just looking i'm looking on a uk site at the moment and i'm, I'm guessing this is new yes it is it's five eight seven nine okay so let's just say that uh that's recommended retail price is six yeah. six and a half grand yeah so okay yeah i mean um Right. And so and and so where does where where does the Nikon uh Z9 uh um sit within that? Because from what I remember, when the Z9 came out, they were talking about that it was going to be retailing at sort of near uh five grand. That's really what that's really what they were looking at, weren't they? Well um, just uh, yeah, just now looking your... at it. Yeah, previous... I'd say looking looking at it now, it's five it's five two nights, just over five grand. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Well, sorry, no, the the R three. Um, I mm. fi- finally looked it up. I mean, it, it does depend where you look. Um, mm. Let's say UK site. The UK say, site. Let's go. Wex. Wex Wex photo. You're looking at the EOS R three digital camera body. It's uh, five thousand six hundred and fifty nine. Five thousand six hundred. Yeah. Okay. Although I am um, seeing, uh, there's another one I've just seen, which is four thousand one hundred and three. I mean, that could mm. be a, a used body, maybe. I yeah, but, I reckon um, it's about five and a half. Yeah. Nikon's Z nine. Let's let's round that up to five and a half. It's five two nine nine a week at the moment. Yeah, but roughly give or take. And so, let's say can come up with this. Um, you know, they're, they're aiming for where Nikon are at and Sony are at, and I don't think they've really done anything for a little while. Canon that's going to compete with with uh, um, the spec of the the Z9 and Sony's A1, but I mean, are, are we going towards uh, I don't know seven eight thousand pound mark for uh, possibly for a mirrorless? Do you think possibly. we're you know you know are, are we are we nearing that price? Do you think possibly possibly? I mean, it's uh, it's an eye watering amount of money. I mean, the Canon. So let's see if I can find the 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 D one. Um, I, I don't know how much that is, but I seem to remember there being about that that mm. kind of. So the Mark II, I mean, because we're talking medium format, aren't we? We're talking larger format prices now that yeah. w- that we're delving into now that we're starting mm. to go into at a time where I guess it's going to be a limited market. You know, for people that are going to buy, I think a lot of people. Mm. I think a lot of people buy these cameras um, without the need to actually be. Get, they just want yeah. to have. They just think, oh yeah, but it's. I really do. We all find an excuse to to to, to need it, don't we? You know, when yeah. it comes to a new camera. Um, but you know, once you start to talk in in those sort of costs, you know, you it's that's a lot of money, it and is. I think you've got to be really confident that. <clears throat> that camera's going to last you for a, a number of years because that's quite well, a yeah. I mean, you would hope so. Learning. I mean, to be fair, we don't know how much this camera's going to be. We're we're mm. just we're just guessing. Um, it's obviously going to be more than the R three, which, as we say, is about five and a half. Mm. Um, but yeah, let, let, we'll we'll soon find out. Um, I'm sure there'll be more news coming uh, from it, and um, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it will sell regardless. You know, it will yeah. sell ridiculously well, regardless of how. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, of the price, mm, absolutely. but uh, be interesting. You know, cost of living, everything's going up. Even drinks are going up, Mark. Well, even drinks have gone up, haven't they? Not that they are going up. Yeah. So um, with that, I think, uh, Mark, it's your round. Mark, I was talking to somebody recently about image editing. Oh, yeah. And I was asking this person about uh, what, what image editing software are you using? And uh, I can't remember what she said now. 
but it wasn't Photoshop, wasn't Lightroom, it wasn't an Adobe product. The mm. first thing she said, she said, well, I'm not going to be paying the bloody cloud, you know, price that rip off the, the or Adobe are charging. Mm. You know, which I didn't, I wasn't, you know, ask, I wasn't asking her whether she used Adobe or anything. I said, yeah. just said, well, so what what software are you using, you know, uh, for your editing? She, she was immediately quite dismissive of the fact that Adobe charge, you know, uh, a monthly fee yeah. for their for their product. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel like that, don't they? Well, I think they feel yeah. tied into it. Do you remember the days of, you know, you get a you get an Adobe Photoshop, you get Adobe Photoshop and you get it on a on a disc and somebody yeah. lends you that disc. Hey look, everyone, yeah, we yeah, all everyone, did it, right? Let's not, it, yeah. you know, you know, you're not gonna say, oh I never did it. I was bought it, you know. And I did buy it. I did buy it, but I I also managed to get some copies from the odd copy from somewhere else where I yeah, didn't need yeah. to buy it. You know, we've yeah. all done it, right? It's yeah. the way the world works. And then it went cloud and the subscription. Now, for me, it suits me absolutely fine. And I've always got the latest mm. version. We use it professionally. Yeah. And it does make sense. And for the amount that we use it, it's actually not a lot of money. But also, <laughs> really. I mean, how much was Photoshop when you had to buy it on disc? I mean, we were looking about 400 quid, something like that. Yeah, I was going to say about 600 quid. It yeah, it, it, it was a lot of, and of course, that would be, that that would be, you know, the, the current, the current one for about what, two or three years, maybe? Yeah. Something like that. And then yeah. there'd be a brand new one out and, yeah. and you'd have to buy it all over again, uh, which is, which is crazy. I, I I like the the cloud system. I mean, mm. it could be a little less in money, I guess. I mean, we'd always say that. Um, I think it costs me about a tenner a month, something like that. And I get yeah. Lightroom, I get Bridge, I get Photoshop. I think there's some other things there I get, which I never use. Um, yeah. But you're always going to get the updated version. You're always going to get the, you know, as I say, the much up to date with all the new fangled tools um, for that subscription, which... To me, I thought, you know what, it's a no-brainer. I'd rather do that than spend £600 every three years it's just true. to get, and, get the updated tools. Yeah, and and as far as I'm concerned, I think Adobe are the leaders. They do innovate. Mm. They're the ones that, I mean, you know, Photoshop has become a – it's just a word in itself now. Yes, it is. You know, yes, everyone, is. You know everyone uses the word it just in, in everyday speak, don't they, Photoshop? You can Photoshop it. Which you actually know, annoys it, me a little bit because some say it, and uh, anyway, that's another story. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, no, it, you, you're right. It's like sellotape, isn't it? You know, <laughs> sellotape's yeah, a yeah. brand. It's not that sticky tape is the product, but everyone calls it sellotape. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, you know, and and you know, I, I I've I've read loads of stuff online about Adobe and the the cloud system, and a lot of people think that. You know, um, I mean, I'm reading something here. This is going back a couple of years ago. Uh, somebody saying online about why Adobe products so expensive. It says, greed, greed, greed. Creative artists make very little, and they need to make as much money off as, as they can. Uh, this is why I'm switching to, uh, I won't mention the name, uh, an alternative to replace Illustrator. Well, mention, no, mention it, mention it, because we're well, talking about Adobe, years, aren't we? I mean, this so. is two years old. It says, this is why I'm switching to Affinity to replace Illustration Photoshop. Uh, DaVinci and Final Cut Pro for video and Logic Pro for recording audio. Uh, this goes back. I have the CS6 Adobe Suite, but I'm upgrading to a new iMac. I won't be able to use them on it. So time to learn yeah. new things. You know, um, it says Adobe is a very large company. At the beginning, Adobe was relying on the actual users as professionals for their products and had to, you know, it's basically saying that a lot of people are saying that um, it's just ripping people off, which I, mm. I totally disagree with. Um, but here's an interesting one though, and I do agree with this. It's is uh, it's very expensive. This is because it is one of the most pirated programs in the world. Well, in order yeah. for them to offset their losses from piracy, they have to charge those people who who have the means to pay a fortune. Mm. So it's actually a win-win situation for them. One, they don't lose profit. Two, they can make the world dependent on their software. Yeah. Um, you know, but also, I don't know how easy it is to pirate these days. I mean, like, you can't pirate the cloud system, I'm guessing. No, I mean, this, this is a couple um, of years old, so, this article yeah. that I was reading. Yeah. So I'm guessing, you know, uh, as many people have done, uh, you know, loads of people pirated Photoshop back in the day. We can't do it anymore. And so now we've got to pay for it. And I guess there's yeah. a bit of that, um, you know. I think as, prof well, yeah, and as, as professionals, you know, we we have to be using uh, you know the creative cloud system you know yeah, it is it I is the way so. to go that's yeah. where the new stuff comes out we're going to be sort of talking about that in a minute yeah. um and it, but it, it I, I agree it's expensive if you don't use it professionally if you're not earning any actual money from it it's not mm. a work it's not one of your working tools like a 
like a you know a painter's got all his brushes and things yeah you know yeah i mean <laughs> you've right. got to buy a new paint after a while and that's always at a premium so <laughs> exactly you know. right so you know we need it as uh, so and and when you look at it like that i don't actually think it's expensive you know we, we no. use it we use it every day yeah. we're using premiere we're using lightroom don't we're forget using of course i think and, with my um, my tenor and, a month yeah. is yeah. two licenses as well so it's over mm. two computers so it's, yeah, it's not right. Uh, yeah and you get all those programs for both computers um yeah so yeah i i, I think it's an okay charge i think i'm gonna mm. say tenner i think it's like nine quid or something like that but mm-hmm. um but having said all of that i'm not sure if you're aware obviously ai is a big thing and mm. photoshop have really utilized the ai software i have to say not just with photoshop i've been using the the denoise um because i've been um editing okay. a wedding at the moment where the, mm-hmm. it was really low light it was a different type of wedding there was this sort of show in the wedding yeah. and, and he did say you know he'll be low light but he didn't mind the noise well some of this noise was ridiculous and i have to say i've had a little fiddle with the new denoising i don't know how new it is but it's the first time right. i've had to use it the yeah. ai denoise on lightroom is phenomenal yeah really really good i mean i used to hate the denoising right uh, slider that used to be on it i thought it was i didn't think it was that good but right something else it? it's, it's right. really really good okay. um but also i think what's really been hitting the headlines when it comes to uh the photoshop's ai systems at the moment is been the generative fill tool on photoshop right so it's i you know i always one of my favorite tools i was always using uh for things uh would be the patch tool and it's a bit like that but it's just you basically lasso something you don't want Right, or you want to add an area, and it it will look at the whole picture and it will put in the right bits for that. So let's say okay. you've got, let's say, take the picture of a person. It was the only place you can put it, and there's a toilet sign in the back. Yeah, in, in the back in the background, you just circle it with the lasso, press generative fill, and it will just do it all for you, and it'll get rid of it. Hmm. Um, it's it's a, it's and it does it well. I think that's okay. The right, that, you know, yeah, that's why been yeah. around before. But with 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 without the AI, and it does it well, and I think that's the big difference, really. Mm. I think that's my sort of concern is like when you're using AI, you know, um, how good? I mean, we know it's 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 got the potential to being really good and doing some incredible things. Yeah. But what if it throws out something that that looks really naff? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. there's a potential for that, isn't there? Yeah, but I have to say, I've been very impressed with it. I know someone else I work with, um, he, he's he's been banging on about it ever since it's been on the beta uh, version of it. Um, okay. Saying, oh, you should use it, Mark. Use it. Have you not used it yet? And I just, right. I just haven't gotten around to to using it because I didn't need to. Um, right. But yeah, so basically, uh, the, the the AI powered feature allows users to add elements to a photograph not present in the original capture. Um, right. I'm reading this from an F stoppers. Um, article uh, just to give them a shout out um uh, many creators love the feature um and it as i say it just works really well however mm-hmm. and this is a bit which has annoyed me a little bit despite all the things we said about the fo- the, the the adobe subscription process um this might change to how many creators love the feature because um due to a recently announced change in adobe's pricing structure so mm. basically what they're going right. to do is they're going to charge us a little bit more for using this particular feature okay. they're going to do it um in a credit situation so this is whether you've got a subscription oh, or right. not okay, okay. Oh, right oh, okay yeah so if you've got a subscription let's say i mean i don't have that there's several different subscriptions you can get i'm sure as people know with photoshop so right. i've got one that is based around photography Right. Um, have you got Illustrator as well, Cam? And all I those do, yeah. Apps? Yeah. So yeah. you've got you've got the big um, subscription which has all the apps. I don't. Yeah. I, I just have a slimline version because I don't use Illustrator and I don't sure. use Premiere. So there's no point yeah. in me, me buying for that. Um, but with these subscriptions, you will get a certain amount of free credits to use the AI, this particular AI uh, tool. Okay. So if you, people subscribe like you have and when you've got all the apps you will get a thousand free credits each month while single app users and i guess that's where i am yeah uh, will receive 500 credits per month 
Right. Uh, these credits will not roll over. Okay. So you'll get a thousand credits per month. If you've only used five hundred, you're not going to get fifteen hundred the next month. They'll just top it up to back to a thousand. Yeah. Um, you can purchase. Um, you can purchase more credits. It'll be it's in dollars, but four dollars ninety nine per month for a hundred credits. Right. Which isn't that much for. No. For, for 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 you know five dollars whatever it is. Yeah. It'll be, sure. That's about what five six quid for us, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Adobe also says, though, that the tool will still work after exhausting the credits, but the tool will run slower. Right. But how slow remains to be seen. What do you think to that? Um, I, well, I guess the main question there is it's the charge, isn't it? What, yeah. Where, yeah. Know, it, it's, um, I think whatever tool it is, it, it's irrelevant. It's the fact that they're charging this credit system when you already are subscribing. The thing is, they're providing a new service, aren't they? Yeah, but it's no different right? to any other new tool that's been, uh, you know, introduced before. No, but I think this may be. I guess in a way that are they looking at the costs that they've they've invested into this? You know, I mean, why why should there not be a charge for it? Because they've introduced something new. They're, they're providing they're mm. providing us with a new service, and if we want to use that, we have to pay for it. But I, which I don't I don't have a problem with. Um, if, but it's now, if, not really a new service though. It's just a tool within Photoshop. It's not like a whole new program. It is, but I think there's there's probably other costs. The the, the costs probably involved for them to get to this point. Now, before anyone says, "Oh yeah," but do you know how big Adobe are and mm -hmm. how much they generate through subscriptions every single year? You know, around the world and all that. They're a business at the end of the day, so that's you know. But should they? Is it is it fair that they should be charging for it? Um, I think maybe it would be quite good if they did up a certain amount for free. Okay, as a as a light you know thing that well you, you know, do though you do to be fair oh, sorry, you, you are do, getting right. you, you're getting so for example i will get so it's called oh, yes, of course you, you get your credits, so i'm getting the 500 yes. credits and yeah. you'd probably be getting a thousand yeah so how long do those credits i mean obviously yeah how, how much you're actually going to use it it's yeah. in, and and if you have 500 for the five 500 pictures that needs well, to be what, what yeah the thing is is it depends how much you're going to use it and how yeah. what is the value of those credits you might find 500 a month is like loads it's ample you know yeah, you, might might find never, you, you find you're never going to get through it so um no i don't have a problem with it mark i, no. I, I don't know um, i kind of do a little bit i mean to be honest i don't know maybe part of me would just rather they up my subscription by 50p or something like that and then you might say well i don't need it so why am i having to pay for it well be, because you're paying for photoshop aren't you you know mm, yeah yeah. Do, do, yeah do you know what i mean it's 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 like, it's like it's like it's imagine because you you um you obviously change your car you have a system where you pay monthly don't you cam i can't yeah. remember what system yeah. is like. okay so imagine right there's a new feature on a car right and you you get yourself you, you, you're on paying your monthly thing for your car mm. but let's say there's a new system on the stereo well you can only do that new system 500 times before you start paying extra you think well hang on a minute that should just be included in what i'm paying anyway surely i think though uh, mark it's a sign of the the times that we live in you know because yeah. we're we're charged for everything and yeah it's like uh, you know i've noticed now hotels and i'm talking hotels like premier inn and travel lodge so you're not talking top end hotels yeah. here they're now saying that you can check in early okay but you've got to pay 10 pounds if you want to you know because you, you arrive in your room you've arrived yeah. before midday rather than them saying okay well you can leave your bags here at reception which is traditionally what people have done look i know i can't check in but can i do yeah. my bags off yeah of course you can now it's oh no we can have your room ready early for yeah. you if you pay your 10 15 pounds and there's enough people out there that are going to do it because what happens is these groups of consultants they sit in rooms and they come up with these ideas and how can we squeeze even more out of every single customer. And that's a big thing in, you know, it doesn't matter what industry we're in, everything is about how can you possibly squeeze even more out of that customer if, yeah. you, if you've got a customer and, in whatever and industry that you're in. And in that example, I kind of understand it because you're taking responsibility of someone's bags when maybe, you know, that that's beyond the, the realm mm. of what you paid for. I get that. Yeah. But I tell you something that really does annoy me, and I am going to name and shame. This is Travelodge, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. if you if you pay for a room, and we stay in a lot of travel lodges doing the the, mm. the grads that we do, mm. right? You're paying for a room, but if you want the internet, you've got to pay an extra <laughs> three ninety nine a month. And as we know, because we tried doing a podcast over mm. that internet after paying mm. for it, mm. the internet was rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> we it was, couldn't yeah. do it. So it's free that, for thirty that, minutes. See, that annoys. Yeah, mm. free for thirty minutes. You got it. Yeah, f- free for thirty minutes, and then then you can yeah. pay for their better Wi Fi uh, while you're there. It's well, it's not it even was. better Wi Fi. It's just Wi Fi, isn't it? Whereas with yeah, Pre- with Premier Inn, mm. they have a basic Wi Fi, and then they yeah. have if you pay extra, you get the super duper Wi Fi. I yeah. get that. Yeah, because you still got access to Wi Fi. Mm. Yeah. Again, it's the, it's 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 all about squeezing as much as you can out of every single customer at every yeah. single opportunity. Like when you go to an airport, you know, there, there's this constant mm. charges that are being bought in. You know, you think a flight is cheap when you're booking it, and then you realize by the time you put all your essential add-ons, oh, actually, it's turned turned out to be a lot more expensive than I thought. By the time yeah. you get get to the point of how to pay for it, you think, oh, I didn't realize it was going to be that much. You just end up paying it anyway because mm. you don't really have a choice. So I think a lot of these. Th- Things it doesn't surprise me that all of these things you know are all chargeable for. They're going to come up with something new soon. There'll be yeah. a new system with Adobe about how they're going to do it. Yeah, but, but then you might have to pay for something else, like another new tool. And it's kind of like, well, I have yeah. a subscription here. What's going on? Yeah, but also the other thing is how are they going to um, how are they going to like track it? So is there going to be something on my computer for Adobe to track how many times I've used this tool? Because before, when it's like stock, mm. they can check. Well, he's downloaded X amount of pictures, mm. and yeah. it, it's easy to track, isn't it? So you get X yeah. amount of a yeah. similar sort of system, isn't it? Mm. You, you, you pay a subscription to Adobe Stock, you get X amount of credits for photos you can download, and every yeah. time you download it, they can track it. Well, how are they going to track me doing? Basically, what it's, it's a bit like the patch tool, right? How are they mm. going to track me using this tool on my computer? They are going to have to have some sort of tracker and viewing on my computer. Yeah, I think what you'll see is a little, maybe a little bar where your credits, you'll see them maybe go down. About them having that access to my computer either. Um, Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, well, they probably haven't, but it's more the case of that that tool that you're using. Maybe each time you not click on it, but you but you click to purchase. It it, it will clearly say you are going to use a credit. You are going to use ten credits. This is going to cost you fifty credits. Yeah. Yeah. But how how yeah mm. how do they know yeah. how many credits I got and uh, yeah, that means they must have to... access to my computer some, some <laughs> yeah, sure equal form which I'm not sure if yeah. I like but I mean you know it's it as I said sign of the times and I I suppose the amount of money that they've in, that they've invested to bringing yeah. this they've also invested probably millions of pounds you know millions mm. of dollars into all this to get to this to this point all they're thinking is they want to recoup the money and you know yeah I guess and, I guess uh, you know. Uh, they got shareholders to yeah there it is the shareholders i mean my heart's not going to bleed for adobe's money situation (laughs) because they're raking it in um but but but, it's a um, really good tool though it is it it is really good and i'm and i'm sure it is and 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 the thing is 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 for all creatives out there you know for people to say oh we're we're you know adobe shouldn't be charging anything or that much for it because you know we're creatives and we don't actually earn that much then that's just you know uh, yeah, just makes no sense at all. Yeah, so, yeah, and that's that's fair. And I guess yeah. as well, you know, in some respects, um, the way to negate paying for extra credits on this thing is obviously shooting camera. I guess. I mean, there is that element of it exactly, too. That's right. You see, that's the other thing. A lot of people are going to uh, uh, is is this now going to be a case of people are going to say, well, I don't need to go out and shoot anything now because I can do it all through AI. Yeah. The thing is, you should be well, you should be paying for that. You should be if you if you know. Uh, and I get, yeah, the other thing as well, of course, is that your clients don't know. I had a wedding client who was, who, go, would yeah. say, who would say things, it was a couple of years ago now that, and I remember them saying it. I remember them saying, oh, yeah, but you can Photoshop that out, can't you? You know, mm-hmm. you can blur that. I was like, yeah, I don't want to, though, because if yeah. I do that for every single picture, it's I'm just going to be spending all my time editing. I want to yeah. do it in camera. You yeah, know, that's so right. Exactly. Spend yeah, all this time right. editing. Yeah. Um, so, but, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Okay, let's yeah. grab a drink, Mark, and then we'll crack yeah. on. Okay. Absolutely. Dress code for photographers. I think it's something that's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think there's enough talk about how photographers should dress. You should dress appropriately for each job. That's the type of job that you're actually doing. You know, mm. if you're going to go out on a construction site, you know, you've got to be prepared to 
you know, put all the PPI gear on or, you know, your waterproof trousers and your high-vis jackets, yep. your hard hats, all of those sort of things. You know, we know all of that. We have to legally do all of those things, you know, to, you know, to be able to, to, to do our job. But I'm talking more about, you know, if we're doing a job, let's say it could be a wedding, it could be a commercial shoot. You know, if you're going to, um, if 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 you're going to say the offices of, let's say, a bank, you know, in in this in central London or something, you've got a meeting, okay, with um, one of the one of the the marketing managers there, mm-hmm. and uh, and they've been in touch because they uh, need some photography doing or video. And they want it because they want to produce some social media content. They want some photography and imagery around their offices. Uh, and you've got a meeting uh, at this, you know, uh, mm. Barclays, uh, let's say Barclays, right? Yeah, Barclays. Headquarters. Yeah. Okay. Central London marketing manager meeting. And there's also going to be about three other key decision makers in that meeting. Yeah. Um, how would you dress? Oh, well, I'd be shirt, tie and trousers. Okay, so you'd be so you'd be suited up, wouldn't you? Suited, suited up, suited. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So why is there, why is there the opposite of that when people will arrive there in their sort of you know black jeans, uh, their vans? Oh, you know there are other brand trainers and yeah. and and uh, shoes out there, you know, um, and just wearing you know uh i don't know a black t-shirt or, or whatever or pretty much not going particularly not going business like you know, that yeah. happens doesn't it that it, happens it, all it the does time happen. doesn't it it it's, does happen and the I, thing is is it's like well we're creative so this is how we dress you know if i dress like this i'm showing i'm a creative i don't need to dress in a shirt and tie and a suit and, and and that's for you bankers but that's not what i do i'm a photographer i'm a creative and this is how i dress now someone out there's listening and is going to say who cares how you dress mm. you know but the thing is is if you were to walk in it's that first impression that someone's going to get and now now again someone's going to be saying yeah but it, it depends how good you are you are at your job but if i'm a great photographer doesn't mean i need to dress well the thing is first impressions still matter yeah okay i mean i i'm i, I mean i kind of agree because i'd wear a suit and tie as well but um mm. i don't know i mean in some respects though let's just say i mean i know it's a famous guy let's say you commissioned back in the days you commissioned andy warhol for for something right mm. and if andy warhol turned up in a in a suit that was reasonably boring and you know just did standard you'd be like um this is not what i was expecting you know because you want something to be a bit more creative so is is i, I guess the question i'm trying to raise here is is a suit and tie appropriate for a creative because I don't know if 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 I wanted a creative to do something, would I want them to look like a banker? Do you know what I mean? Because bankers, I mean, and, and this is, uh, so I want to be very careful here because I'm sure there's very creative bankers out there and very artistic bankers out there. But generally, <laughs> bankers aren't seen as being particularly artistic or creative. So, and I'm not saying you wear stuff that it makes you look like a slob, but you know you mentioned black jeans i actually wear i wear black jeans now when i do my family photography mm. because they're they, you know you get you get stretchy ones now which is great because mm. i'm lying on the floor rolling around whatever mm. um and it's better on my knees because it's a thicker material and when i'm kneeling down taking pictures and stuff it's actually better for my knees so yeah. um and i wear a shirt with it now they're the they're like the, the skinny jeans so they look like jeans they are jet black but they still they are jeans mm. Um, and I, I, I mean, I do wear shoes with it rather than trainers cause I like slip on shoes, but, um, mm. yeah, I, 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 I don't know I if it's, if it's I a think... bad thing. If you, if you're, if you're going into a meeting and you are a creative and people see you as a creative mm. and you come in wearing a suit, people might also think, well, is he that creative then? Because no, I don't agree. Quite, quite no. almost boring. You know, that's not what we want him to be or her to be we want them to be creative and we want them to come and 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 clothing is you know you you wouldn't okay i know you mentioned barclays bank there and we were talking about bankers but if you were i don't know 
trying to take photos or get on board with a fashion designer, hmm. would you just wear a boring suit and tie? Or would you wear something a bit more artistically fashion-y and stuff? Do, okay. do, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so okay, yeah, no, I get it. So a suit doesn't have to be it's a suit, it's boring. Suits hmm. can look incredibly fashionable, suits can look make you look professional. Suits make you look like you take a pride in your job. You take a pride in your appearance. You, it you, depends you want on the suit. Right? And you, yeah, it could, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you're going to wear an, yeah, you're going to wear an appropriate suit. Okay. Now, and you can make it look really good. Now, if you want to be a little bit more flamboyant, wear, you know, wear a tie that maybe, you know, sort of says something a little bit more about you, you know. You want to walk in and make an impression. And, and if you're there with the marketing manager and you're there with key decision makers, there's every chance that while you're in there, that marketing manager, his manager, may come in and his manager may be, you know, you know, three or four levels above him in a position, you know, and, and if you, if you look smart and you present yourself smartly, you, 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 you come out of there, you know, and, and I think, you know, because do you fit their image as well? You know, do you, you know, I think Mm. if you speak the right language, we're not talking about how talented you are here as a photographer. Let's forget that before again, if somebody says here, it doesn't matter. It's only how good you are at your job. But if, 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 if I guess the point is, if you've got two people who are good at your job, you've got to stand out. Two people that are identical in their talent are going to produce exactly the same job. Okay. Which one would you be inclined to go for? If you were say the marketing manager at a bank or something right now, here's another thing. So, You've got to think, okay, I've got to go and shoot pictures in their offices. I don't know who I'm going to come across. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know who I'm going to be introduced to. Okay. Um, Now, I know that somebody, you know, that that you might be in a situation where someone's thinking, oh, I'd like to have introduced this person to, uh, you know, the, the, the chief of the bank. I think this guy's great, but bloody hell, he or she doesn't have to look scruffy. I'm gonna. I'm okay. not. I'm, so, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna pull something up there because there's there's a I think a difference to what we're saying here. I'm mm. I'm saying my, my natural thing would be to wear a suit. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm not necessarily saying that that's the way to go. Mm. I that is a difference to looking scruffy. Mm. All right. I'm not saying you should turn up somewhere looking scruffy. Mm. Yeah. My point is create to, to make an impression doesn't have to be a suit and a tie. No, there's lots of other smart wear. Yeah. I you think, could wear I think, you could wear a suit. blazer and a t-shirt with black yeah. jeans and some funky trainers. Yeah, actually, that is that that would look that looks quite smart. A lot of people are wearing trainers or you know the the, yeah. the more sort of canvassy trainer type comfort yeah. now with suits rather than formal shoes. I get yeah, that absolutely. It doesn't have to. Um, what what you don't want is to walk in with jeans and and a t-shirt with I don't know last last night's dinner down it or something mm. like that. Yeah, that, that's a no-no, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to wear a suit, I guess. No, no, I think I'm talking suit, stroke, smart, casual wear. I'm talking business wear. Okay, business wear doesn't have to be a suit. It, it, and mm. I think suits went out for many industries quite some, you know, quite a few years ago. They used to have dress down Fridays, didn't they? That's yeah. how it all started. And then it changed. And then companies like Apple, when they now you know, do their, their, you know, uh, their, their keynote speaker things. They're all t-shirt and jeans, aren't they? It's, it's yes. very much, that's very much. And I get that. I get that. And I'm not saying a suit or is the right thing to do. It's the only thing that's going to get you the job. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking, having the general conversation of what is expected. And and if you're unsure, I always feel that it's better to overdress because you can easily find mm. yourself underdressed. You oh, walk into the office. And you think, and 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 you've gone in your, your 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 hooded top and your black jeans and your trainers, and you walk in and you think, and you immediately feel a bit out of your comfort zone. Remember, don't forget your talent. It doesn't matter how good you are at your photography. You might be the best photographer that's out there. It's got nothing to do with that. But you can feel out of your comfort zone, thinking, mm, I feel a little bit underdressed here. But you can't overdress if you do. You turn up, you think. See, I, okay, you can overdress I, though. Right? I think you can. Oh, no, no, uh, no. I was going to come on to that. Let's just say you, you do. You, okay. Take your yeah. tie off. You could take your suit jacket off. Yeah, but you're you just could... talking about blokes here, by the way, Cam. Yeah, but no, but women can do the same as well because women wear yeah, suit they... jackets, blazers, yeah. sports jackets. But they couldn't women... come in a ball gown, could they? <laughs> that would be no, overdressed. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like a guy wouldn't go in a, in, in a black tie, would he? Right. But uh, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about right. You've got you know you 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 go into someone's uh, offices 
and you've got a suit on and everyone's dressed down, you think, God, I feel really overdressed here. Now, you might feel really overdressed, but nobody will really think, wow, he or she is overdressed. But what they can think is they look a bit of a mess. Now, you can dress down very easily if you've got a suit and tie on, take your tie off, pop it in your bag, take your, take your jacket off, and you immediately look. You've just got suit trousers and, and a shirt on. And it's the same for women as well. There's this similar attire. And I'm just saying that we should, should you know, you know, do do photographers, videographers and creatives get away with, uh, you know, I can get away. You know, I see it in weddings. I see. Well, I, see I was just about people, to say about weddings. You know, people, you know when That's people. That's a different thing. I think there's a lot of people I see now, you know, when you see them on social media and they'll put their sort of behind the scenes stuff and I see them dressed at a wedding and I'm thinking, first of all, your pockets are bulging. You've got your keys. You've got everything in your pockets. Your trousers are dropping down just because you've got so much weight and stuff in your pockets, right? You've got, you know, you've got a T-shirt on that's branded or something, right? You you just look a mess, right? Yeah. And you're a, a wedding as well. And shorts, okay? Now, I know this is a big thing because I've seen online where photographers say, I don't care, I'm going in shorts, I can't work, I get too hot and, and all of that. And, oh, the bride said to me, oh, yeah, great, you're wearing shorts and and all of that nonsense and everything, Um I, I, me, I think it's fine to not wear a suit at a wedding so much now. I think you can dress down a little bit, but still look really smart, mm-hmm. sort of smart, casual, but still be very respectful that you're at a wedding and, yeah, and no, that, I get that you're working. Okay. So I was, it's, years, it's, it's if you'd have asked very... me a few years ago, if you'd have asked me a few years ago about weddings, I said, no, you have to wear a suit. Yeah. End of. I'm not, I, I don't think that now. You see, actually, for a wedding, I still think you should wear a suit. Uh, mainly because it's a brilliant trick if a, if your second photographer or well associate photographer or whatever you're supposed to call second these days mm. um um it gets is in the background of one of your pictures oh, but it's suit definitely it blends yeah. in it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't a huge matter help it's yeah a, yeah massive massive help so it, it doesn't matter if 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 he or she um, ends up in your photo because they can't, they could look a bit like a guest That's so right, yeah it's absolutely fine yeah i've seen photographers i know some photographers what they that they do is they wear black jeans and a black t-shirt mm. and i think the idea there is so that they again blend in so they're not you know don't met, I agree with that. that well i'm not saying i do but i mm. I, I, I i kind of get where they're coming from and what they're trying to say is that people dress for certain occasions and they think that's right i don't i think you should if you're at a wedding i mean you, 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 i mean the graduations as well when i have a waistcoat i have a tie mm. um mm. you know i sometimes have a pocket watch it's it's um you know i, I feel you need to dress dress for that um but, but you know the- having an interview with someone who wants you as a creative and you wear something that is artistic you know it, there's a flamboyance about it I don't think that's a problem. Hmm. Can I go back to just want to jump back to something you said, Mark, about yeah. people will wear black, black jeans, black top, whatever, yeah. at weddings. A lot of the creative, a lot of the people that work in that industry, a lot of them are there. Um, they work for um, uh, they're shifting gear around that type of thing. A lot of them, they work at events where they're working sort of backstage and they're working on mm. stage. So what they do is they'll wear all black because they're they're not they're not as obvious, yeah. right? They're not as conspicuous on camera, and they yeah. can move around backstage at a live event, and they won't really get seen or they're not noticed so much. Okay. Yeah. Now what's happened is that look, shall we say, in inverted commas, that look has has created the these other creators thinking, oh right, okay, well I can dress like that when I'm at a wedding, mm. right? And and they've and those guys have got it completely wrong because you stand out. I think like a sore thumb. Yes, mm. you're working, and you 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 know. There's those people say, "Well, I don't care. Well, I'm working, and I can only work like this. I can't work in a suit." Well, if you can't work in a suit, then you're wearing the wrong suit because uh, the right suit can be one of the most comfortable things that you'll ever wear. Mm. Okay, suit yeah. trousers can be far more comfortable, far more adaptive. Stretchy than a pair, stretchy yeah. than a pair of jeans. Okay, so anyone mm. that says I can't work in a suit, it's because you don't know, you you, you haven't got the right suit. Okay, mm. um, and and that whole black look is it, for people that work at live events on stage. It's for those guys yeah. that are working in TV studios, um, you know, and and but it, it but it's changed so much now that there is this very much of this this anything goes type of attitude. 
I think there's a, I think there's a lack of respect. I think there's a lack of respect for recognizing where you are. Mm. You know, I can, I can go to a job and I can wear black trainers, black jeans, black t-shirt and i'll wear that if i know that's what i need to be doing mm. you know that's how i need to need to dress um I, i'll do that i'll go to a construction site i'm not going to just wear black trousers black t-shirt and a pair of trainers because i'm going on a construction site because i'm a creative i know that i've got to wear pretty waterproof trousers you know uh i've got to have my boots on me now some people might say it's obvious but a lot of people that aren't familiar with this they think because they're creatives they just dress the same way with every little job so if you dress appropriately for a building site, a construction site to go and do a shoot, you should be thinking about, right, okay, I've got to go to somebody's offices. I've got to go to somebody's, I've got to go to a graduation event. I've got to go to a wedding. I've got to go to a black tie do, you know? Um, and I just think they I think photographers should be upping their game. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Up your game, everyone, up with your, your dress code. Up your game, dress appropriately, go out and buy the right clothes for the right shoot. Don't wear the same black jeans and T-shirt and, and your black vans for every shoot that you go and do. Dress like a professional. You know, up your game. That's what, I think. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Fair let's enough. Get a Fair enough. Let's, let's get a drink. Let's, let's get a drink. Right, Mark. Um, we know that Princess Diana, Lady Diana, yeah, Princess of Wales, she's probably one of the most photographed women in the world of all time, wasn't she? In the In the, in the time that do you think she still is now? She, she became Lady from the time she became Lady Diana and became engaged to Prince Charles up until the mm. moment of her passing. She mm. was possibly the most photographed woman in the world at the time. You know, at, at yeah. the time, and you still see pictures of her every now and again appearing. Oh, of course you, say, you do. No, yeah. You know, um, she, you know, she, she was iconic. You know, and and it's the case for any royal as well, but also any celebrity and you know i've noticed what well, for many years now you know the, the the look for a lot of celebrities it's not just it's just not the women here but the guys also but mainly women you know there is that pout look isn't there you know hmm. you're a celebrity you know the way they've perfected that i think people play up to the camera more so than ever before because i think people are being photographed you know even more than ever before you know and um and you know you've got the whole instagram look and everything but there's a lot of people out there that more often than not look good in most pictures and and it's another rule kate middleton um now it, i'm sure that she's been photographed many times not looking so good okay mm. because you know editors are going photographers are going to choose the pictures where she looks at her best mm -hmm. and um and and i think kate middleton is one of those things where i, I think also um you gotta be careful what i say here is that She's very much sort of in favour, isn't she? She's uh, with the media. The media yes. love her. Yes, they okay. do. The, the UK media love her. And whereas Meghan Markle, not so much. Not so and much, I've a, no. I've seen a lot of pictures of Meghan Markle when, when they've photographed her, and she's not looking great. She may have her face screwed up, or she's got a worried look on her face. And Whereas Kate Middleton, you don't see that with Kate Middleton. No. Find me a bad picture of Kate Middleton in the papers, and you won't see it, but you'll find plenty of Meghan Markle. So it's very careful... They're very careful about how, what they want you to see as well. Yeah. But also, though, um, she is she is photogenic, um, but but she also knows what she's doing as well, you know. And uh, a photographer, Olivia West, um, she's uh, um, she's explains how Kate Middleton basically positions her chin, holds her arms. Um, mm and go through some essential poses that she does to make herself look good. Now, mm. you photograph people, don't you? A lot uh, of I do. Yes, I do. Graduates, you know, yes. at weddings and that type yeah. of thing. Um, so you spend probably far more time than me in, in, in actually talking directly to somebody mm -hmm. uh, and positioning people. So you've got certain things that you look at, don't you, knowing that you're going to make somebody look good and flattering. Yeah, I mean, doing what I do is very different to maybe, because I, I don't take, many pictures of celebrities who have had this type of training so mm. i generally take pictures of you know joe public essentially yeah um, whether yeah. it's weddings graduations or families so yeah i i don't yeah there's, there's some posing techniques that i use you know twisting the body and all that kind of stuff um but generally for me it's about putting people at ease that is the biggest thing i have to overcome 
which I guess, and, and I have taken pictures of models as well, and it is a different thing. It is a different thing. With, with a model, you can say, uh, right, I want you to, I want, uh, we want this effect, or, or you know, we, we want you to to put this across, and and they're trained to do it, and they'll 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 pull it across, and oh, is this right? No, just lift your shoulder up a little bit, and they go, oh yeah, I know what you do, and and they just know. That's very different with uh, <laughs> with 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 the public, uh, because most of us, I would suggest, don't like having a photograph taken. Mm. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, and, and she's and Kate Middleton's obviously she's trained to do this, isn't she? Yeah, well, I mean, she's obviously the palace of of had a well 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 versed, haven't haven't they? Um, yeah, and I, you know, um, I guess with Meghan Markle, she'll have been well versed, not just from the palace, uh, but you know, she was she was Hollywood, wasn't she? So I guess she's will have had some training. Um, it's just of course, I know well, she she's an actress, isn't she? she she's an actress, so, most people. Yeah, she probably but here, does. But but I've got four things here where. Um, it's been noted that what Kate Middleton does, and okay. these are all things that you know, as, as when we're people are out there, all photographers taking bits, of people are worth bearing in mind. So number one, it says that she sticks her chin out when she's smiling. It mm. says the Princess of Wales manages to light up any public event with her regal smile and as a trick for not doing a chinny grin. It's explained <laughs> that Kate always does the out and down with the chin, which makes your face look much better. Most people bring their chin back when they're smiling, causing a kind of chinning, chinny grin, which isn't flattering. And it says, this photographer says, I always tell people to imagine they are looking over a fence. Yeah. You slide your chin over, then just dip the chin. You can't pull it back because the fence is in the way. Mm. <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> so why don't people practice that out there, you know? So, you know, you imagine that you, you're, you're looking over a fence, you slide your chin over, then you dip your chin and you can't pull it back because the fence is in the way. Yeah. <laughs> right, OK. I mean, that's not something I could tell my families to do in, in the no. way that I because I don't I don't like do old school mm. sitting and posing or just lift your chin up and then, yeah. uh, and then everyone look at the camera and say, that's not how I do it. I don't yeah. do it like that. Um, it's, it's a lot more natural and mm. a lot it's more okay. about fun and games. Yeah, so Kate has been trained to always keep her chin parallel to the ground. It says the fashion pro added, she doesn't tilt it down, she doesn't tilt it up. And that ensures a flattering photograph every single time. So, and, you know, the chin is the big thing, isn't it? How many people mm. do you see people say, oh, no, look at my double chin or my triple chin, oh. triple chin and all of yeah. that. Oh, my chins look terrible, you know, and... Uh, so that's what that's that's one of the hacks. Number two, Kay Middleton holds her arms out for a slimming effect. So there's a picture of her with a uh, like a uh, like a clutch bag, and she's holding it probably at about the height of her belly button with both hands. And if you yeah. imagine doing that, putting your hands as if like you're just crossing your hands over where your belly button is. If you mm. rather than having your elbows tucked in, you just pull them out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You just pull them out, and uh, yeah, I can see the picture that they've done where she shows. But that's, it. I mean, that's optical illusion, isn't it? Because you know, you, basically, what you're doing is you're getting a gap between the inside of your elbow to the side of the body, mm. so you yes. can see through. So it shows off the figure. Whereas if you have your elbows really close, there's no mm. gap, and it just makes you look a bit wider. Mm. So it says, it says, during public engagement, Kate often has to be on her feet and stylish stilettos for an extended period of time. And uh, it says, but, but she's polished the way that she stands. And it says, the photographer continued by saying, when she is standing, she often holds her arms in front of her waist. This makes, what you were saying, this makes a gap between her arms and body, which shows off her svelte figure and is a very slimming pose. Mm. And then number three, she only waves from the elbow. Um, yeah, and but so you uh, don't see the armpit, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It says even when she is just waving, she only moves the arm from the elbow, right? Trying that now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so who else used to do that quite a lot? Yeah, she doesn't move her entire arm. And number four, it says she keeps her shoulders down when smiling. It says Kate also has a simple trick for keeping her stance looking elegant when she is smiling at an event. <laughs> It says, Olivia advised she keeps her shoulders down where a lot of people raise them when they're smiling. Mm. Um, and uh, basically, so, so and I'm sure some 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 not very flattering pictures have been taken of her, um, but they're obviously going to pick the ones that are the best and 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 show. I'm sure there's been pictures taken where she's got her elbows tucked in. I'm sure there's yeah. pictures where she's got her chin down or, she, you know, she's got her chin up, you know, but... Uh, she knows how to work the camera. Now, one of the reasons why I was also talking about this is I've noticed on social media that 
there's been these um uh little reels that are coming up where a photographer has a picture of a person or of a couple and he the photographer and it's a he the one that i've seen so the, the photographer goes up to say the person that he's taken a photo of and it's a lady just standing there and what he does he very carefully and quickly positions her body her shoulders her arms her elbows puts a hand in a pocket one foot in front of the other gets her to look one way then the other and then takes the photo and in a matter of a few seconds you know it, it's a very very flattering pose or mm. you know it shows the person just sitting down and they're just sitting down with their shoulders slumped they're sitting on a bench and the photographer will go up they'll change three or four positions move this move that and they'll make that person look incredibly flattering and i found these reels to actually be really educational mm. um, and they're, they're basically they're posing tips and there's a lot mm. of posing tips that are out there and yeah. i think if you're a photographer who if, if you photograph a lot of people you know all of the time a lot of them are, are, are wedding ones uh, and and some of the posing tips for weddings are absolutely incredible you know mm. um you know i think i can do it and i can do it very quick but some of the stuff that these people are doing the, you know the poses that you're creating are very natural poses yes mm. the, you know um you know that they don't look posed but they've just got the people to look very very flattering well twisting and, of the body is a big one yeah so yeah it's very rare i don't like shooting people front on mm. yeah uh, you know it's always shoulders and then you twist the body look that way and ever and, and yeah 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 so there's a lot of that that but in other words that the, if if you if you photograph people, look at these posing tips. If you photograph people on a regular basis, it's even more important that you study these things. If you're a wedding photographer, look at how, look at how couples are being posed, mm -hmm. um, because you can do it really quickly. Now, what you don't want to do is look at these and think, God, how am I going to remember this? You only need to remember one or two, yeah. and then once you've got those one or two, that's all you need to remember. Mm -hmm. Then jump on another one or two after that, and then jump on another one or two. Because at a wedding, if you've got five poses. That gives you plenty of poses by the time you've adapted and tweaked those yeah. poses as well. Because essentially, you know? what this photographer, what what you said, you've been uh, describing there is mm. you're not really creating a pose; you're just modifying how they're already posing. You make exactly, and yeah. that's what you're doing. You're just and making you, it you, better. You're not inventing a pose. You know, you're not going right. I want you to get off that bench, and I want you to come and stand over here, and I'm going to get you to. Yeah, that's not what they're doing. They're seeing no. someone sat on the bench, and they're going, "Okay, just lift your arm up, or or make your elbows, yeah. or, or you know, lift your chin up. You know, that kind of thing. That's all they're yeah. doing." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. And to be fair, you know, they're using photogenic people in these reels anyway, of which does help. Are. Okay. <laughs> you know, and so that, you know, they're, they're not doing it with your, your, your sort of everyday Joe blogs, right? As it were, they're using people that are going to look good in photos. Mm. Thing is, you know, you've got a wedding and you're going to get people of all shapes and sizes, and you've got to be able to adapt to that. So whether you've got somebody who's who's very very slim or somebody who's a little bit bigger built, you've got to adapt for that for those people's body shapes and those people's yeah. body sizes because it doesn't matter what what your body shape is, how you are, whether whether you're tall, whether you're sort of shorter, or you know whether you're bigger or slim or whatever. Though you know, you can still there's still poses for all of those people to make them look really good and to make them yeah. look flattering as well and to make them look natural. Um, but also yeah. lens selection is a good help there. I know that's a slightly different thing. Um, yeah. You know, don't, don't get, don't stand close with your wide angle because that can make arms look massive. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the it, shoulders look massive. That's yeah. right. Yeah. There's so much out there, but you know, you, you go out with a, a 50 mil, a fixed 50 is a great way to practice. I think, because mm. that's a great mm. way for you as a photographer to move backwards or forwards. You're not really going to get any distortion, anything. You can only go so close with a 50, um, and that's a really good, that's a really good thing to practice. And for some of you might think, oh, well, I don't have a 50. I've only got a, a 24 to 120, but just zoom your camera to 50 and leave yeah, it at 50. You have got a 50. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know it sounds dark, but I've been in this situation where people said, oh, I don't have a 50. Okay, forget the depth of field and all of that, but you, you've got that 50 on your lens, right? Yeah. Or some people say, you know, oh, I wish I had an 85 mil prime. Yes, a prime. Yes, we know the depth of field. You're going to get all of that. But just move, just zoom in to 85 on your mm. camera and just leave it at 85 and yeah. move yourself backwards and forwards try that it's it's a, it's a great thing to do um you know uh for for posing people because now more than ever before people are so fussy about the way they look because with the whole instagram culture when they're taking so many selfies mm. Mm. absolutely you know? so um 
it's it's all educational. It's all about practicing. It's all about learning um, because you can never sort of gain enough knowledge. You know, you're always out there as photographers. There are people out there that are pushing the boundary. Somebody new will come up. Somebody new will come up and going to come up with new ideas, new ways mm. of working, new ways of uh, and and follow those trends, follow those ideas and introduce your own styles to them. Mm. Sorry about my phone ringing there, Mark. I didn't but, actually hear it. So you're okay. Uh, did you not? Okay. No. But maybe I was going to say save by the bell because I Saved think by that the bell. is that's another <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's the end of another episode. Absolutely. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Photography Bar podcast again today. We hope you enjoyed our conversation, gained some valuable insights, or perhaps just found a moment of entertainment or inspiration. Uh, please remember the conversation doesn't end here. We'd love to hear from you, share your thoughts, ideas, and feedback with us. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Your support means the world to us. Uh, stay curious, keep learning, keep growing. And until next time, stay tuned for more engaging and enlightening discussions. Uh, we can't wait to have you back for another episode of the photography bar podcast cheers guys Bye.